and I realized the mailing address was actually like five minutes from my house. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go knock on the door and tell them, like, what's up with your ugly house? Sell it to me, right? This this, this is the House Flipping HQ podcast. Let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. All right. In fact, I'm going to start right now. That's the intro, Crystal. What is going on, House hey, Justin. Flipping Nation? No, I said House Flipping Nation. Then I'm going to say hi to you. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. What's going on, House Flipping Nation? We're doing great, Justin. We're doing great. All right. Now we're going to say hello to our guest, Crystal. How the heck are you doing, my friend? Hey, Justin. Hey, House Flipping Nation. <laughs> so, guys, Crystal got especially dressed up just for the show because i told I did her not get dressed up i woke up like this justin <laughs> <laughs> you know part of the reason i wanted to uh interview crystal crystal has been a part of housekeeping formula i think since the beginning right yeah i think i'm one of your original babies oh geez yeah. <laughs> i think back when it was called like fell fast flipping right right um and you know i'm gonna be totally honest chris i don't think i've ever told you this but when you first came, like usually I can predict with the about 90, 85, 90% accuracy, like mm-hmm. who's going to rock it in this business. Okay. And I'll be totally honest. You are what I call a sleeper. And <laughs> you're not, you weren't a sleeper because when we, when we do our monthly coaching calls, you're usually, you know, on your bed sleeping or you, or you wanted to, <laughs> or because you want to do this interview in your pajamas, but I like, no, we're going to do video. It's because you're, you're just kind of chill. You know what I mean? Like, right. When you were there, you were just kind of like, all right, yeah, I'm going to do this. And it was just like, you were so, you were cool. It's like, Crystal, I'm like, this is someone I want to be friends with. But she, I don't know if she's hardcore enough to like do this business, right? And here we are two years later, and I've just been blown away by you. And, you know, I know you aren't like doing 100 deals a year. You're not like right, where right, you right. want to necessarily be, but it's been pretty cool to see your your progress. Um, and and I'm excited to share that with people. So you I'm down for this? I'm glad that I'm, you know, I've changed your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> now I am aware there are some sleepers out there. Right. But it's true. Those you, are the silent but deadly. Watch out for silent us. Silent <laughs> Speaking of silent but deadly, my wife's always making that comment to me. She's like, oh, really? No. Silent but deadly, you know? Like, <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. Okay. So, oh, I, I'm going to backtrack just a second. Guys, for the record, I, I know I mentioned I was going to do more podcasts earlier this week, but my throat has been pretty messed up. <laughs> so that is part of the reason I have not done it. But we are going to make it up. As you know, this next Tuesday, we are reopening the doors to House Flipping Formula 3.0. Oh, are you pumped, Crystal? Woo! <laughs> woo, woo. Three times the charm, right? <laughs> <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Three times the charm. Like as if the first two didn't work out? Yeah, I, I guess. I don't but know. But <laughs> it will. It is going to be everything we put out before and even better. Um, but along with that, as long as long uh, along with reopening the doors, I will be doing extra content next week, extra podcasts. We'll be doing some blogs. And Andy McFarland and I, I just got off the phone, well, an email. We just got off an email conversation where um, we decided that we we're going to be doing a webinar two days after we open the doors. Um, so on Thursday, the 20th, 6 o'clock Pacific time, we will be doing um, a webinar on, I, I threw out a title to him of, you know, do you want to 
share with people the the makings of a multi-million dollar wholesaling business. And he emailed back. He's like, how about I talk about going from zero to 160 deals per year, which is how many deals he did last year. So anyway, we don't know the title yet, but it's going to be good, right? What do you think, Crystal? You think it's going to be good? Oh, I know so. Maybe we'll have Crystal on there and she can answer some questions too. She, she's, <laughs> she's like a star now, right? So, all right. So let's, enough about everything else. Let's talk to you about you, Crystal. Let's talk about you. Okay, that makes sense. So, Crystal, we know you're an amazing rock star. But it wasn't always that way. Or was it? Were you born <laughs> out of the womb? Like, just tearing it up in this business or what? Right. I came out of the room. I was flipping, like, houses out the room. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor's like, what is going on with this girl? I was like, I came out. I was like, what's with the pain in this hospital? This sucks. <laughs> Dude, let's get this figured so out. outdated. <laughs> Okay, so you were born from the womb, flipping house. Now, give <laughs> right. us a little bit of your background so we can connect connect the dots and then hear where you're, more about where you're at today. Um, a little bit about my background. Gosh, it's so hard to talk about myself. Um, I came from a single parent household. I grew up in South LA. Um, I let's see. I was bused to high school. I went to Palisades High School. Um, so I always grew up around the um, L.A. area. Um, I went to undergrad at UCLA. I did a master's in public health and um, biostatistics program at Loma Linda University. And um, I was kind of on the pathway to become a physician. That was my goal was to become a pediatrician. Um, unfortunately, obviously that didn't work out. So, uh, I decided to take my, um, real estate investing full time and just kind of do a career change. I had always attended, you know, some of the RIA classes while I was like in, in grad school, just to kind of educate myself about the business because I figured, you know, when I'm a pediatrician, I'm going to have all this dough. After I pay back all those student loans, like (laughs) I'm going to need to learn how to invest the money. So, I mean, that was the original thought plan. Um, Never in a million years did I think that I was going to be doing this as a business. So I've been kind of educating myself and doing deals since 2010. However, in 2014 is when I decided to go full time. Um, I was, um, while I was working, um, I'm sorry, while I was in uh, grad school, I was running a tutoring business. I uh, had over 20 tutors that um, I was managing in over four school districts in Southern California. Wow. And um, I was also working for a, a note company um, where they would buy seconds and get them reperforming. Um, <clears throat> one day I came in and that Friday I got fired without any type of warning oh, or anything like no that. Way. Like, absolutely no warning like at all it was pretty much like two o'clock and they were like hey we don't want you to come back what (laughs) (laughs) no explanation of anything no actually it was just like what (laughs) i mean it was kind of a blessing in disguise like i long story short there was some kind of you know questionable things going on and I'm kind of glad I got fired. It was kind of a blessing in disguise because it was that 
moment that forced me to do real estate full time. It was either like, this is your opportunity. Like the door is wide open. You could either run through that door or close it yourself. So I was just like, what do I have to lose? Like I'm, I just got fired. Like I'm at the bottom. Like I can't go any lower. You know You just gave me chills, Crystal. I just pictured you like looking at that door. It's wide open. <laughs> do, do, do. And you're like, I'm going for it. You started running full speed. And... <laughs> so you went through the door, I assume. Yes, I went through the door. <laughs> so this was, what year was this when you got fired? Oh, God. When was it? Like 2013? So this was 2013. Right. And then 2014 is when you went full time. Well, actually, it was 2012. So what did you do for the two years before going full-time? It took two years to run through the door. It was a little slower motion than I imagined. Right. It was a little slower motion. It was I was doing – well, I still had my tutoring business that I was doing. So I was running that. So I did have some income. But I was doing a deal maybe like, you know, once every six months and still trying to educate myself because I was of the mindset of – I need to know everything you know possible everything. that could happen to me in real estate so I yep. don't look stupid. So. And now you know everything, right? So you're good. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it when people think they need to know everything. <laughs> okay, cool. So, okay, 2012 you started. Is That's when you kind of started investing, but you're doing your tutoring business as well. So you right. ran through the door because you started, right? Right. And then 2014 is when you let go of the tutoring business and went full blow. Right, so 2000 what was that like in 2012 i mean when did you start getting educated was it 2010 is that what you said yeah 2010 is probably like started getting educated but it was with the intent of learning so that someday i can do something 2012 is when you started actually taking action and right. i mean i was kind of taking action in 2010 because i would do things that didn't cost me so like got it. when i would go to these meetings and i would learn terms like arv estimating repairs you know learning how to you know learn my market a little bit better I would go on the MLS and like just kind of pretend like I was going to buy this house and what did I think the repairs were going to be and what did it end up selling for and seeing you know how close was I to those marks so it was kind of like my time where I had like awesome. my kind of paper trading rental flipping portfolio that totally. I used with my monopoly money yeah. so uh, learning <laughs> And studying my market and seeing like, okay, this person's paying a hundred grand, but I only think it's worth seventy. Like, what are they actually <laughs> doing to the house? So, <laughs> so were you right or wrong on on those? Um, actually, some of them I was, I was wrong on a lot of them because <clears throat> there's this one player in my market who they're, you know, they were tearing houses down and you know building duplexes because that's kind of like what the zoning allowed so for me that was kind of like a light bulb moment of you know actually you know a different sort of avenue of making revenue in the business that's not just you know flipping the houses so it kind of you know opened my mind to oh this is something else to to look at when I'm evaluating a deal so awesome cool so 2010 you got going uh, when did you like start making like offers and and like that? Take I off? think um around I think once I got fired, I was like, you know, just I'm gonna just make offers. So that was kind of like the second half of okay, 2012. So 2012. Yeah. 
So what was that like when you got started? I mean, you probably envisioned, I'm going to make it big. And then was, was that what happened? Right, because everyone just made it seem like so easy, so easy. blah, blah, blah. So easy, right? <laughs> Piece of cake. You got all right. those guys out there, like, just, I made millions of dollars. You can make millions of dollars just like that. Right, right, right. Nothing right. to it. <laughs> right? Piece right. of cake. And so what, what was that like? Like those, because I know there's a lot of people out there that either want to take action or have started taking action, but might be a little frustrated because maybe it's a little harder than what they expected. What was that like for you when you started going after it? What did you expect? And then what were the, what was the actuality? Um, what did I expect? I don't know. I think I kind of expected it just to be, hmm, that's an interesting question. I would say that I got a lot of, pushback because like when I would go and meet with people they would be like oh you're so young and like no one would take me seriously (laughs) that was the most frustrating part they were like are you really in this business like who are you so it's kind of frustrating like having to quote-unquote prove myself but I think just that's kind of like where the education paid off because it was like I was able to speak their language like I knew the term so you know they would look at me like oh you're young but you kind of know what you're talking about so I guess I'll sort of take you seriously <laughs> now so. <laughs> so what were you doing at first and were you focused on like MLS back then or, or yeah or- I was totally or- focused on um MLS um I did have some I would just do some driving for dollars back then as well. Um, but I didn't have it systematized. I didn't really know what I was doing. Like I took one of those courses on like, you know, buy ugly houses, vacant houses, like this is a niche or whatever. And, you know, I would write down the addresses and I would take, you know, go to the title company and get the owner's information. But, you know, nine times out of 10, it was like the vacant property and that was just kind of like where I was, I got stuck. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So I had, crap. I was doing MLS and then I was kind of doing driving for dollars, but I wasn't doing it like I should be doing it and like I'm doing it now. Okay. So how long did it take you to get your first deal and how did that happen? Um, I think it took about, I would say like 2013 is kind of like when I got my first deal. Okay. So you started in 2012, so it took you, what was it, like six months? I would months? say like six months, yeah. Okay. Six to eight months. And that was when you were going um, pretty hard at it. Not full-time, but pretty hard at it. Okay, not six, to, time, six to eight yeah. months. Right. Okay, cool. Right. And how did that come about? Was that off the MLS, or was that driving for dollars, or how did you get that? Oh, it was off the MLS. Okay. And... Um, was that a flip or a wholesale deal or? Um, that was a wholesale deal. So it was off the MLS and I had been, um, I called the agent. What I was doing, I was calling all of the properties on the MLS that were listed over like a hundred days or something like that. Uh-huh. And I was just following up with the agents and just saying like, Hey, what's going on with this property? Like, why is it on the market for so long and whatnot? And at that time it was a lot of, um, short sales so it was a lot of you know the bank is just taking their sweet time and that's why it's just on the mls um but this one um property i called on the agent was like oh yeah we have an offer blah 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 it'll probably go through i'm like okay well if anything changes just let me know and like a month later like nothing happened i just followed up with her and then one day she called me and was like 
hey, you still want to go through with that property? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like two days ago, you just told me like <laughs> your buyer is like golden. Like if the deal is going to close, <laughs> she's like, well, the buyer walks. Do you want to step in? I'm like, sure. <laughs> awesome. So you snagged it up. Yeah, so I snagged it up. So I think that was kind of like the deal that I learned that, you know, follow up is really what kind of gets you over in yes. this business. Like, don't let that initial no just, you know, make you completely ignore the deal. Like, just continue to follow up. You know, timing and situations change. And that's the same thing um, going direct to seller. Like, no today, maybe, yes, six months from now. I totally agree. And I, I think I talked about that in my last podcast where follow-up is <clears throat> so huge. And I mean, I would say on follow-up is where we get like 80% of our deals is what I would say. And, right. and I, what I talked about was 30% of the deals from a lot of in successful investors are from like follow-up like after like, a, like when the deal is like dead, dead, dead. But most people do not get a deal on the first initial contact or conversation or, or offer right, right so that's that's huge um so you wholesaled that do you mind sharing like what you made more or less do you remember i remember your it wasn't first baby like- you don't remember your first oh <laughs> poor house it wasn't anything like grand i would have say like five grand cool i like it i love it because it seems like every single person you talk to their first deal they made like six figures it's like they really come on <laughs> Nothing for several months and then I, I mean, made $100,000. It wasn't so much about the dollar amount. It was more of the knowing it could be yes. done. Knowing I could take it from A to I Z and like it could be done. So what would that, yeah, what'd that feel like? What that feel out. like to do that first deal? It just... Um, it felt good. It felt like I had accomplished something like on my own. Like I actually, you know, took the knowledge that I learned while taking all these classes and it was just nice to see it come to fruition and actually, you know, get a check in my hand. Awesome. Okay. So cool. So that's 2013. Let's fast forward. 2014. You went. That was my fast forward. So you went um, full time in 2014, and I think right before the call, I mean, you were one of the original uh, house flipping formula students. I think I think you said it was April of 2014. Like you went full time like the month before, right? Yeah. So like my New Year's resolution for like 2014 was like I'm gonna go full time real estate, and no, I'm not gonna sign up for any more courses. Totally, like, April, May of 2014, here comes Justin Williams, and I'm like, <laughs> So you, I mean, you probably, I mean, I know we didn't talk about this too much, but before the call, you were mentioning the gurus, and you, I assume you paid some money to some people that probably weren't quite as good of educators as they had led on to be. Is that true or no? Correct, correct. They weren't um, as good as educators, and of course, it was the standard, you know, one day, three day you know, week long, year long, you know, constant upsell. So that was something I didn't really realize until after going to so many. I'm like, hey, this is a trend here. <laughs> How much did you pay for that? Um, it was in small doses. Okay. Um, I would probably say it would add up to like five grand, okay. and I mean that's kind of a lot. Uh, for a grad student back then. <laughs> totally. And they didn't really give you that much value. It was more of the, I don't, I, here's the, here's the problem. Like people have to get educated, right? Edu- right. If you don't know what you don't know. 
Right. But you've got people out of there who have made like this system of, you know, they do the radio advertisement to get you to the right. free thing, to get you to the 197 one day right. seminar, and then they sell you on a twenty-five to $40,000 program where you learn from someone who's just kind of like either new in the business or is like in a call center or like something just crazy or they put you they have you come to like these seminars where they do nothing but bring in speakers that have no other desire but to sell you on something else that they may or may not have any experience in right it's like right 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 and I mean I think they overall like I got a decent strong foundation and I would say they would give you the pieces to the puzzle yeah but they don't necessarily tell you how to strategically put the puzzle together like okay group all the yellow pieces together then make the sun then group all the blue pieces together (laughs) to make the sky and then connect it too i think that's kind of like what's missing they hand you this course which is just a box with like a thousand scrambled puzzle pieces and like here you go go make millions in real estate and you're like uh i think a lot of times they don't really know because they've either never done it or they did a long time ago and uh-huh. so they're just kind of digging up like research on their own, but they they can't connect those dots themselves. You know what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. Um, and I mean, some people just aren't like just because you're an expert in your field doesn't mean you're a good teacher. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Good point. So, okay, so 2014, you you said you're not going to pay for any more programs, right. and then along came Justin. Yeah, along came, I went, uh, I think it was a Tony Alvarez. Um, He had like a one day thing that I went to. I think it was in like North Hollywood or something like that. And he just spoke the world of this guy named Justin (laughs) Williams. (laughs) Yes. Uncle Tony. Thanks, Uncle Tony. Right. (laughs) So I'm like, Tony, like, you know, Tony Alvarez is someone that, you know, I know is big in our market and, you know, someone that I trust and whose opinion I value. And so if he speaks highly of someone, especially someone here local in the SoCal market, you know, I'm going to pay attention, you know, a lot closer than I normally would. So I decided to, you know, take the plunge and drink the Kool-Aid and... (laughs) (laughs) Drink the (laughs) Kool-Aid? Kill me, Crystal. I cannot air this interview. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, I put it out there. Put it all out there. Crystal drank the Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, but it hilarious. tastes so good. But I'm it so was happy. good Kool-Aid. Oh, all right. Okay. Okay. I guess if the Kool-Aid tastes good and provides results, it's all good. Right. Okay. So what was your experience? You, you joined You joined the program. Then it was Phil Fast Flipping. Uh, now it's House Flipping Formula. And what did you find? How was it different? Was this program different than other programs out there? Were the people in this program, the, the mentors in this program, different? How and how how was that experience been? Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely the mentors in the program. I don't think Andy was. I don't think he was on board with you at the time. I don't Not remember. Time, but yeah, we added, we added uh, him later. So I guess it was just you were the mentor at the time. Okay, okay. Let's talk about just the mentor, and then <laughs> then we'll talk with Andy later. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was cool just seeing. Just the way the content is delivered, it wasn't like books and and tapes. It was something on demand. It was something video, which is I'm more of a visual learner, audio visual learner. So just be able, just being able to watch something online that's on demand. I could watch it at two in the morning if I want to. I could 
pause and rewind it 10 times without getting on your nerves because you don't know that I'm doing it. (laughs) And um, just being that combined with um, posting questions in the Facebook forum was just really beneficial to my learning style. And it just kind of like solidified all those learning experiences that I had in the other courses. So, and I think you just went into further details in terms of marketing and really analyzing properties. It wasn't just, you know, your basic, you know, 70% of ARV minus repairs. Like you really kind of took it from an investor's standpoint. So it kind of helped me as a, a wholesaler and flipper get into a mind of an established investor and how you analyze deals, which I think was, which I know is really helpful for me. Awesome. Thanks, Crystal. That's, that's <laughs> So, okay, then Andy came along and let's talk about Andy for a minute. What are your, tell us your thoughts on Andy as a mentor, as a part of the, the House Living Formula program. How, I mean, you, you probably never have been able to have the chance to even talk to Andy or he probably never gives you feedback because he's, you know, doing 160 deals a year and, right. and you know, <laughs> you just can't talk to people like that, right? Or, or what happened there? <laughs> Andy, I mean... I never heard of Andy before your program, but just like I, I would say like our first phone call or webinar um, that we did as part of our house flipping mastermind group, like just his energy and his um, authenticity, it was just something that you could pick up on like immediately and, you know, his passion, like I really appreciated that. And he was just willing to share what he was doing successfully in his market. And I mean, he's totally accessible. I mean, he was very down to earth, you know, willing to answer questions if I had questions or anything like that. So I'm happy. Awesome. <clears throat> you're happy. I'm glad you're happy. <laughs> so let's talk about, um, you know, where, where are you at now? Like, so, okay, so we're in 2016. You went full-time 2014, 2015, right. 2016. Like, what has happened since you went full-time? What has happened since joining the program? What are you focused on right now? What are you doing? How's how's business? You know, you don't need to give us all your trade secrets, but more just right. the, the inspirational level, you know, what, what's gone down? Well, I've switched from, you know, when I first started, you know, making markers and stuff like that, I was doing, getting, um... Oh, I'm losing my train of thought. I was making offers off the MLS. And so sort of towards the end of 2013, you know, beginning half of 2014, I was like, mm, I don't think I could be totally competitive on the MLS. Yeah. Like I would call realtors and they'll be like, yeah, we have 20 offers all over list price. Like unless you're going to be 20K over list price, there's no point in making an offer. So I kind of realized, you know, this may not be, the way to go in the future. And so I decided to switch a little bit more towards direct mail. So sort of the second half of 2014 is kind of when I started doing direct mail. And that's primarily what I'm focusing on right now. I don't do too much stuff off the MLS, Um, primarily just focus on direct mail and just mailing, you know, like high equity, absentee, um, just anybody who I think might be motivated. Awesome. So can we talk about that deal that you recently, not on all the details, the deal. <laughs> the deal. You recently had a pretty, pretty good deal go through, right? Yes. Recently I did have a pretty big deal go through. <laughs> so, and you don't need to give like all the details, but, um, 
what were there were some challenges and by you being willing and able to dig deeper into some of these um wherever there's a problem there's an opportunity right and you were willing to kind of take on some of those problems and it ended up being a pretty big payday for you correct right correct what can what can you share with us you don't share everything but like what what are you able to share with us well, I can kind of share like how I got the deal because it's kind of an example of where we were talking about earlier about pretty much the fortunes and the follow up. I had initially found this house driving for dollars. Um, I sent out a letter to um, what the mailing address was, which was it ended up being like an absentee owner and it came back and I kind of like set it to the side and I was like, no, you know, I'm going to be a little bit more <laughs> aggressive with this. Nice. So I went to go, uh, I, and I realized the mailing address was actually like five minutes from my house. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go knock on the door awesome. and tell them, like, what's up with your ugly house? Sell it to me, right? Totally. And I think we, we were talking about some of that stuff in the program at the time. We're telling people, just go do it. Right, right, right. And then for me, that was like really getting out of my comfort zone because like you said, I'm one of those sleepers. Like I just kind of <laughs> sit back and chill. Like I'm not totally aggressive, but I was just like, you know what? I have to get out of my comfort zone. I have to do something I'm not, you know, willing to do all the time. And I was like, it's five minutes from my house. Like what can I lose? Like 15 minutes max. So I drove by the address and it wasn't there. Oh, <laughs> it was like this huge apartment complex. And I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> That's hilarious. So I knew like, okay, this must be like really old. So I was just like super following up and, you know, doing skip tracing and whatnot. And eventually got in contact with an heir of uh, the last owner on title. And so that driving for dollars lead, which I thought was going to be an absentee, turned into being a, a probate deal. Oh, <laughs> snap. Right. <laughs> so it was just kind of like this whole, like, you know, everything, like every real estate thing that I kind of learned was happened in this one deal. And so the heir was someone that was uh, up north. And he was like, yeah, I'll sell the house. I don't care. I'll give the money to my grandkids. <laughs> so <laughs> he was totally on board. So we went through with the probate process. And, you know, I obviously he sold the deal to me. And I was just at the time, I'm just like, you know, I'd rather take Andy's approach and go for the quick nickel versus the slow dime. Um, I knew you liked Andy more than me. I knew it. <laughs> Truth is coming out. <laughs> Andy's approach. Um, so that's what I did. I, I ended up finding a buyer. Um and that whole deal, it was just so much so much going on. There was someone who tried to claim that they had rights to the property and crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was totally crazy. It was a crazy deal, but I ended up getting it under contract and selling it to an end buyer and I made six figures wholesaling it. Boom. <laughs> like a healthy. Oh man. That's so cool. Yeah, it, was, it was a healthy six, it figure. was a healthy six <laughs> figures. <laughs> anyway, I was super fun when I heard about that. I'm like, yes, the sleeper. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're like, I know her. I know her. <laughs> I know her. 
I coached her. <laughs> super awesome, Crystal. Yeah, su- super happy for you. Super happy for that and all the success you're having. And um, it's just been cool to be a small part of that um, in, in some way, shape, or form. So. I mean, you were actually, like, a big part of it because, like I said, like, you encouraged me to step out of my comfort zone. So had I not, you know taking the initiative to drive and realize, oh, this address doesn't even exist anymore. This might be, like, a good lead if I follow through with it. Like, we may not be having this store if it wasn't for you, Justin. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take my royalty check. No, I'm just kidding. That's awesome. So, if it didn't exist, how did you make money from a house that didn't exist? I I missed a piece there. Oh, the, the, the mailing address? No oh, longer existed. The mailing. So the property okay. address exists, of course. Got it. But they had a different mailing address, so Got they were technically it. like an absentee owner. Ah, uh, so no so one else could find them. So when I mailed my, you know, mail piece that went to their other address, that got returned to me. And so since it was like five minutes from my house, I decided to drive by, and that address no longer existed. That's awesome. And so no yeah. one else could get a hold of them. So that's, no, that's yeah, probably other investors probably maybe like stopped or mm-hmm. mailing. I don't know. I don't know what they did. Obviously, I'm glad they didn't do anything. You should Thanks start. <laughs> yeah, you should start like an investigative um, service for people who need to track <laughs> people down. <laughs> New business. I'm consuming. <laughs> New business opportunity. <laughs> awesome. Well, Crystal, this has been awesome. It's been great talking to you. Great. Um, just kind of filming some of those 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 gaps i mean i knew you well before but just getting to know you even better has been cool so before we go what are your final words of of advice words of inspiration to anyone out there who wants to be like you (laughs) (laughs) anyone who wants to get started or, or in this business or kind of take things to the next level what would you advise them um i would say i think one of my biggest pieces of advice is like my personality i'm the type of person where I want to know all the details before I dive into anything. Like I said earlier, like I got an advanced degree in biostatistics. So I'm very numbers detail oriented and that isn't going to, you know, work. And I want to say it's not going to work, but when you're initially starting off, like don't get caught up in like having to know everything just in case this one scenario may or may not come up. Just, get a strong enough foundation to to dive in and if you start drowning you know throw on a life vest (laughs) it'll be okay (laughs) or you know if they're if they're a part of our program we'll just put a stick out there and pull them out right (laughs) right 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 i think my other piece of advice would just be uh to follow up follow up follow up follow up um that's how i got my big deal that's how i got some of my other deals that I'm working on and have closed. So I think those are my two major pieces of advice. Take action, make it happen. Fortunes in the follow-up. You're awesome, Crystal. <laughs> Thanks so much for, for coming on. And Thanks for having me. I hope I was, you know, beneficial to your listeners. Oh man, you are awesome. They're going to love it. I can't wait. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Thank you so much, Crystal. It's, it's cool seeing everything you've done. And we will see you on the flip flip side. side. Yeah, nailed it, girl. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. We'll see you, Crystal. Bye. Isn't Crystal awesome?
the sleeper, Crystal the sleeper. <laughs> if you are interested in joining incredible people like Crystal and hundreds of other uh, incredibly amazing people and successful investors across the nation in the House Housing Formula program, the doors open up on February 16th. 2016, just in case you're listening to this years from now, <laughs> um, February 16th, 2016, House Living Formula 3.0 is open. You can go to housewivingformula.com to join and learn more, and we look forward to having you aboard. If you are interested in checking out the webinar as a part of next week's um, launch, getting ready to reopen the gates we are going to be doing a webinar. Andy McFarland and I are going to be doing a webinar on the makings of a multi-million dollar wholesaling company. And Andy is going to share with you how he went from zero deals years ago to now where he did um, 160 deals last year in 2015 and kind of what that looked like, how he's done that, and kind of help you connect the dots you know, to wherever you're at in your journey. I'm sure you're somewhere there in your journey, either at zero or a few and uh, how can you get going? How can you get to where Andy's gotten? You know, I've seen uh, him go um, from you know where he was even a couple years ago to where he is now, and it's just amazing. And seeing his team and what he's done, and our goal is to bring you on this webinar, share that with you, um, talk to you a little bit more about Housewing Formula, what is all uh, a part of that program, so you are aware of what is there, and then. We'll be giving you some free goodies and bonuses, and it's going to be a lot of fun. You're going to be able to answer, ask any questions that you want. Our goal is just to give tremendous value, and if you think that the program is right for you, we would love to have you. So you can go to houseflippingformula.com slash webinar to register for that webinar, and we look forward to having you there. This Monday on the next House Flipping HQ podcast, I will be interviewing Tim Watts. Tim, I just barely got done interviewing him, and uh, very touching, super incredible. This guy is, is just amazing. He joined Housing Formula just over a year ago, was a little timid, no no pun intended, Tim, um, to get going, but we you know, gave him a challenge, and he's owned up to it, and it's changed his life. So we look forward to talking with him next time. Until then, get out there, make some things happen. You can do anything you want in this life. Don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. And we will see you on the flip side. Bye-bye. Oh, I just realized I did not say the date for the webinar. It is Thursday. So two days after we open, February 18th, 6 o'clock Pacific time. Go to housefippingformula.com slash webinar to register. It's going to be awesome. Okay, that's really all now, guys. All right. Talk later. Bye-bye. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your, your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.